I got to say, this first story is actually hard to process. I had to take a deep breath before we even started. Damn. Let me exhale. Okay. I, you know, I get nervous when you do that. Yeah. This you is, should uh, be nervous. That means there's going to be something. An army bomb squad had to arrive at a hospital. Now, there was not a bomb, like, phone-in threat at the hospital. Mm. Who would do that? No. You know, sick people Come in there. That ain't right. No, that's that. not why. Need the attention. No. Stop it. It's because the staff, the medics there at the hospital, required their expertise. Because a man came to the emergency room with a World War II anti-tank shell lodged in his rectum. With it, wait a minute. Yeah, wait. Dre, I'm not, I'm not making like this up. I'm, I'm, re- I'm reading this verbatim. Anti-tank shell mm. lodged in his rectum. Verbatim. Stuck. Stuck. Can't get out. Yeah. Yeah, it was confirmed by the military mm, experts. Mm, mm. This was an armor-piercing round of munition. Oh, and it pi- it's piercing more than armor. Armor-piercing rounds. He had uh, there, 57-millimeter shell. Armor piercing. Wow. Got a little little size on it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That seems big to me. That's there. That's whoa, man. Uh, Whoa. That's not the place to hide it. Whoa. Did the police show up? You hide quick. Hide the missile. Give it here. I'll hide it. Yeah. Um, they had to come and they the staff did not feel comfortable pulling the munition out of the man's butt. So they had the army come out and do it. Now they were able to. Remove the munition from his rectum. Wow. That's the good news. It begs the question. Police were called because this is big. Yeah, we got to bring the army out. Police are there too. Where did you get this? And what Sir, happened? Yeah, where did you get this? How did this happen? Uh, he said he found the shell just uh, when he was cleaning out his stuff. Okay, and I just clean out my stuff. Oh, there it is. Big old giant uh-huh. anti-tank uh, munition right there. And then he said the reason it's in his butt is because he had a slip and fall. Okay. And then he fell right on it. He fell on it. Yeah. yeah. Slip and fall. Let me see. Let me get this straight. <laughs> you were, uh, you sat the missile up. Yeah. I guess he had the little up. missile ends on it, so it was able to stand up on right. its own. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And the while, tip, I'm sure, is while that, naked, yeah. Yeah, probably. walking around yeah. your house, probably. you hit a wet spot. Wet spot. And you fell directly. Fell directly. Any other part of your body could have landed on it, but no, right there, right that, there. that tiny little open. Maybe that's right. so tiny. Maybe that's so tiny. Right. Uh, and that's where it went, that's and it, it went. lodged. Lodged. And you couldn't get it out. Correct. That's yeah, his story. Is, yeah, this is your people, Chris. <laughs> this is your people. Was there someone helping him with this, possibly? Uh, they left. Did they drive him to the hospital? Yeah, I'm not even showing <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, they left. Uh, they, nope. Uh-uh, I you on your own. Yeah, no, I'm out of here. No, man. I told you it's not stuck. to do it, Larry. I told you not to do it. Not look at you. Got a missile in your butt. <laughs> I'm out of here. It might. Well, if it's my people, Jay, it might have sounded more like this. Hey, dude, dude. <laughs> Great idea, dude. Sit on that munition right there. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I bet you can't sit on that. Yeah, I bet you oh, can. I know you can. I bet you can. No, you can't. Wow. I bet I can. Yeah, it was. Uh, can one you of even sit best. in your car and drive? Well, you can't even sit no, in your car and no. drive with that stuff. You got to lay out. Flatbed. You in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you laid out. Back of a truck. Yeah, you can't even look up at traffic. Oh, man, like, what, what are you doing? How, what a bad idea. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Explain that one to your mama. Why you at the ba- why you at the house business, baby? Mama, this uh you know that little missile I found at the house? Yeah, I was I was mopping naked and slipped. Slipped. That's the third time this year third you time. done did that. Well, yeah. Whoa. You know, I'm clumsy like that, All mama. Right. 
Yeah, this is uh, unnecessary, people. Very unnecessary. Where are you at the, the military where that's your job to go get that oh, out of that, I, I, I need a new job. Yeah, I'm not, what, I need to be a more higher rank. What's your rank? If I'm E7, I need to be E8 because yeah, that can't dude. be me. That I, cannot I just, I'm be like, me. like, that's one day you look and say, I did not sign up for this. Yeah, wait a minute. Can for, I build the hospital for what? With who? If I'm not visiting the troops there that just need a, a smile on their face, uh, mm. you don't call me. The guy did leave the hospital and he told everybody that's walking out, you know my ass is the bomb, right? You know. This one is certainly a bizarre case. Friends took a buddy out of his coffin. He had died. <sighs> died. Out of his coffin. So they could give him one more motorcycle ride. Really? So you see this a lot. Two people on a motorcycle, one's hanging on to the person driving. Yeah. That's common. In this particular case, they've got the driver, but since the dead man can't hold on to the driver, they put another guy, a third guy, in the seat, and he held on to the dead guy while the driver was driving. So you got basically, you know, he's sandwiched between two live dead individuals. Dead dude in the middle. Dead dude in the middle. Dude. Dead and they dude in the took him on a motorcycle ride. Like, he, he's dead. Okay, yeah, I is. get it. He came it, out the coffin. He was already in the coffin. You were at the funeral. He might have been an avid rider. Maybe. You know, I would shout think. out to all the motorcycle must have, riders. Must love motorcycles. Seen a lot Has of you guys be. out this weekend. Listen, I get it. He was an avid rider. You guys felt the need to give him one last ride on the wild side. Guess what? He's no longer here. Yeah. He's he's gone. And gone. I get it if a person on their way out. He's still alive. He's still he's holding on. Holding on. Let's but unplug him from those cords to the hospital. Yeah. Let's take him out take there. Take IV off of him or whatever. Let's get his helmet right. off. He doesn't have enough strength to hold on to the back of you or to ride himself. I can see him sandwiching him in But there. he's still alive. He's still alive. You're right. holding him um, you know, through the other person, and he's there. And yeah. He gets that one last ride. Yep. I'm love belling that. Love belt. But the dead dude, no. That's, this, this becomes about you. Gotcha. Wanting to take that person, and it's more of a selfish thing. And did the family sign off? They had listen. The family has to sign off if you take somebody out of the cost, out of the casket. Right. Like they got to sign off on it. Yeah. Um, I get, I would hope they would. Right. You wouldn't just the homies don't hijack the yeah. body. And did they put a helmet on them? And if so, why? <laughs> There's no need for a helmet. There's no need for a helmet. There's no need for a helmet. Let his hair blow in the wind. That is for sure. Safety reasons. We don't uh, want him to hurt his head. But how about this one? A homeowner concerned there was a snake in his house. Now, I would be concerned, too. Hell yeah. I mean, if there's a snake in my house, I'm concerned. Now, I would be alerted to it. This is where when you have cats and dogs, they're going to they're gonna alert you to the animal in your house. There ain't going to be yeah. no mystery. You're going to know. Because they're going to be a, going crazy. If you, you hear your dog barking, and you know there's a snake. Now, right. you know it's unsuccessful. You go, rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah, you don't want to hear that sound. Yeah, you don't want to hear that sound. In this particular case, so the man decided, okay, how am I going to get rid of a snake? Because I can't lie. I don't want to pick it up. I don't know. It's venomous. I mean, I'm not trying to grab a snake. You know, he probably could have called some authorities. I'm sure that they could maybe come out. Maybe they couldn't come that day. I don't know. He's so freaked out. Yeah. He decided to, quote, smoke it out. I'm going to smoke it out. Smoke it out. I blow some blunt smoke in his face, get him high. (laughs) I don't know know if it was marijuana smoke. What was it? That was what type of smoke he was using. Did, Did it work? Well, yeah, yeah, the snake is no longer in the house. The ah. unfortunate thing was in an attempt to create the smoke, he lit a fire which burnt down his house. Let's see. And this that was part. a nice home. Cost they say a million dollars in damages. So he built he burnt up a million dollar yes. home. Yes. Yes. Over a snake. There in had the to be a better way. Come on. There had to be a better way. Yeah, dude. Come on. Anyone knows. You okay, just what, get you get out we, that little that little flute. Nee, nee, nee. Yeah, you charm it. Yes. And then it follows you. And it just follows you. Yeah, that's right. 
it's a party. The snake walks out. The snake's dancing. Yeah, you're right. House still standing. Amen. You're right. That's what he should have done. 